While the rest of the world is shutting down, do I shut down too? You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The VoiceAmp player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of VoiceAmp for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. And we have got some serious business to talk about today. Before we dive into this week's episode, I want to remind you that you can subscribe to the podcast so that you never have to miss another episode. And you can do that by subscribing at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. And if you don't mind, would you do me a quick favor while you are there? Why don't you leave a review for the podcast? Let other people know that you are enjoying it so that you can help other people to find it. So today we are going to have a quick little fireside chat about coronavirus and what that means for your voiceover business. Because I think that there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of confusion, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of stress going on out there right now. And a lot of voice actors aren't 100% sure what to do. Nobody wants to feel like the predator who's trying to capitalize on what is going on. But at the same time, there are a lot of opportunities that are out there that we don't want to miss. And so do we market? Do we not market? What do we say to our clients? Do we say anything to our clients? What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to handle this? I want to try to navigate that a little bit so that you've got a better idea of how to move forward. Because, hey, the reality is we don't know how long this is going to last. There's a lot of different information out there. There's a lot of conflicting information that is out there. So what we need to work on right now is focusing on our businesses and how we can see our businesses through this. And that's the first point that I want to make. You are a VOpreneur and it is your job to keep your business operating through this crisis. Just like every other small business owner in the world right now, every other medium business owner, every other large business owner, every CEO Right now, what they are trying to figure out is how do we keep the company running? How do we keep things going with as little disruption as possible? You need to start thinking the same way because that is the way that a VOpreneur is going to think. Now, the creative slash talent is going to be tempted to shy away. They're going to want to let the crisis pass. They're going to want to get back in the booth when it's safe. They're the ones that aren't going to want to bother anybody that don't want to feel like they're predatory, that, you know, just, just want the whole thing to just go away, life to get back to normal, and then we can get back in the booth. And I understand that. And I understand where that comes from. What I want to encourage you to do, though, is put away that side of your brain temporarily because you need to think like a VOpreneur now. Now is the time for you to think like a business owner and operator. It's time for you to take charge of your business. You have to evaluate what is going on in the marketplace right now and you can adapt and create or find opportunities that still exist, or 
You can sit back, wait for it to pass, and see whether or not you still have a business when it's all done. The reality is that right now, with what is going on in the world, people still need our services. In fact, some of your clients are going to need you now more than ever, and they need to know that you are available and that you can get the job done. So don't think like a creative right now. Don't operate from the creative side of your brain. Now more than ever, it is time to think like a VOpreneur. Do what you have to do to keep your business thriving in this marketplace. Now, several days ago, from the time of recording this episode of the podcast, I got my first e-learning narration that was directly related to COVID-19. It was for a cybersecurity company, and it was a training module all about remote work because more and more we are seeing companies turning to a remote work model as we're being encouraged to social distance and to self-isolate and all of these different things. A lot of companies are sending their staff home to work from home. And for a lot of companies, that is an infrastructure that wasn't previously in place. Sometimes it's really easy. You literally need a Wi-Fi connection. But if you have to log in to remote networks and access files on remote servers and all of those sorts of things, there's a lot more complicated logistics that are involved. And so for a lot of companies, that means that there is a lot of training that is going to be involved. And that is exactly what this e-learning module was that I was working on. It was helping companies who were sending their employees home to remote work understand the cybersecurity measures that are involved in that. That is one example of how I think that we are going to see a massive uptick in voiceover for the duration of coronavirus, however long it goes on. And so I want you to be on the lookout for these opportunities. What did I say? Think like a VOpreneur, find and create the opportunities based on what is happening in the marketplace. E-learning is going to be huge. As more businesses turn to remote work, there's going to be training courses on the logistics of that that are going to be created. Medical narration is going to explode as people try to figure out how to deal with this virus, as trainings are created to explain what it is, how it works from the medical field, training doctors, nurses, first responders, how to deal with corona and helping them to understand it better. I think you're going to see a huge uptick in e-learning courses that are created for from a company standpoint and helping employees understand this is what it is. This is how it's going to affect our business, how we're going to remote work, how we're going to adapt, how this applies to your benefits and all of those sorts of things. I think there's a huge opportunity right now for medical and e-learning. And I know that even as I say this, some of you are probably feeling a little bit uncomfortable, like we're capitalizing on a crisis. Let's address that right now. The person that goes to Costco and buys the entire stock of toilet paper and then turns around and tries to sell it on the internet for five or eight or 10 times above regular retail, that is the person that is capitalizing on a crisis. You are not that person. You have a valuable and important service that is going to be needed to help people navigate this crisis. And what you are doing is letting them know that you are out there. So right off the bat, I want you to change that narrative. You are not going to the grocery store, buying all the meat, and then turning around and selling it to the people in your neighborhood at a markup. That is capitalizing on a crisis. You're not doing that. 
You are providing a valuable service that is going to help the world to navigate through it. Change your narrative. Make that your new narrative. So back to some of the opportunities that I think that are going to be out there. We've been talking a little bit about e-learning. How many schools and universities right now are sending students home to learn remotely? In Ontario, where I live, the school system has been shut down for three weeks now. We had our one week of spring break, and then there's going to be two weeks after spring break for people who may have traveled to be able to isolate for two weeks. So that's three weeks that the school system is going to be shut down. A lot of the universities here are just cutting the semester off and sending students home to do work remotely. That means that there's going to have to be courses that are going to be created. If you are involved in the e-learning space right now, or if you are involved in medical narration right now, this is an opportunity for you to provide a valuable service to the people that need you. And if these are areas where you have thought about expanding into, now is going to be the time to get in there and do it. There are a lot of companies that are going to be creating educational pieces about COVID-19 and coronavirus, helping their staff and their customers understand how it's going to impact them as individuals or how it's going to impact the business as a whole. Speaking of businesses, a lot of them are going to be creating on-hold messages with details about hours, closures, etc. So again, speaking for what is going on where I live, the Ontario government has declared a state of emergency. And as a result of that, theaters are closed, bars are closed, restaurants are closed. A lot of non-essential services are going to be closed for a period of 14 days. A lot of companies are going to be creating videos for social media, possibly commercials for broadcast, and especially on-hold messaging that is going to help to keep their customers informed about what is going on. Companies that sell products and services with greater relevance in this situation are going to be creating promotional pieces, sales pieces, training pieces. So understand what I'm saying. This is not about capitalizing on a crisis. It is about awareness that life has not stopped. Not every business has shut down. The world is going to keep turning. We still need to know what is going on. Now more than ever, there is a lot of information that needs to be conveyed and professional voice actors are going to have the opportunity to convey that message and tell those stories. People need the service that we offer and they need it for a lot of different reasons. They need it to help keep them safe. They need it to help them effectively navigate through this crisis. Videos, trainings, commercials are being created probably hourly right now that are directly a result of what is going on in the world. And so you need to maintain communication with your clients to let them know that you are available. It's okay to check in on them. It's okay to leave a comment about, you know, hope you guys are staying healthy, something along those lines. But it's also important to let them know I'm here. I'm available, my studio is open, and I can turn projects around quickly if you need me. And I think now is also a really great time to say, and if you need something specific, I'm happy to help you find it. That's one of the things that I always let my clients know. If they need a voice that I don't do, I am happy to help them find it. Right now, it's just about helping my clients to tell the stories of their clients, however that may look. My business is not shutting down because I am a VOpreneur and I know 
that I need to pay attention to what is happening in the marketplace and I need to adapt so that my business does continue to thrive. One of the trends that we have seen growing in the voiceover industry over the last couple of years is the importance of self-marketing. And that is a trend that is not going away. More and more buyers are wanting to be connected directly with sellers. From a voiceover standpoint, what that means is that clients want to work directly with talent. They don't want to have to go through a lot of middlemen and extra steps and hoops to jump through. Buyers just want to get connected to sellers, to talent. And so it becomes your responsibility as a VOpreneur to make sure that people know that you are out there. You have to have a strategy in place to find these buyers so that they can connect with you directly. Self-marketing is the way to grow your voiceover business in 2020 and beyond. And that is an area where a lot of voice actors struggle. That is where the voiceover marketing playbook comes into play. In voiceover marketing playbook version 2.0, which was newly redesigned and relaunched in January of 2020, I am going to give you everything that you need to learn how to find your own leads, build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. This is not just a lot of fluff and a lot of fact and a lot of information. This is actionable, practical advice. Do this, say this, do it this way, do it this often. It is a complete roadmap that you can follow to learn how to self-market yourself to grow your voiceover business. Voiceover Marketing Playbook is only available a couple of times a year, and the reason for that is simple. I work with the people who take the course. And so after an enrollment closes, I need time to work with those people to make sure that they are getting the maximum value that the course has to offer. The next enrollment is coming up here very quickly. VoiceOver Marketing Playbook version 2.0 is going to be available again from April 14th through the 24th, 2020. And I would love to have the opportunity to work with you. Need more details? Visit VoiceOverMarketingPlaybook.com and watch for the next enrollment April 14th through the 24th, 2020. VoiceOverMarketingPlaybook.com Now back to our show. One subject that I've seen a lot of discussion on in some of the different Facebook groups right now is on in-studio recording and whether or not we should be going into studios right now to do recording in person while coronavirus is happening. I think as the situation continues to evolve, and again, I can only speak from the time of this recording, I do think that we're going to see more and more that that is going to be discouraged. I've already received emails from my agents letting me know that they're doing their best to limit in-person recording, and they're reminding their clients that their talent have the ability to record from home and be directed remotely. And I think that is really important. And I think as this situation unfolds, we're going to see more and more of that, where people are not going to want to have us in the studio to record. One thing I do want to say, though, and I saw a lot of people giving a lot of advice, and, and I understand where that advice is coming from. We're trying to come from a good place. We're trying to protect ourselves. We're trying to protect each other. But do not go into another studio and start Lysoling, Viroxing, bleaching, alcohol wiping, etc. their equipment. Not if you want to be allowed to return again. You can ask them about their cleaning procedures if you're concerned. 
But never take it upon yourself to just start cleaning somebody else's equipment that you don't own. Think about it for a second. You got a $1,000 microphone in your studio. Somebody comes walking into your home voiceover studio and starts rubbing alcohol wipes all over your microphone. Are you going to be excited about that? No, you're not going to be excited about that. So don't do it to somebody else. Ask them what their procedures are. If you want to carry that stuff with you and get permission, that's something totally different. But please do not just walk into studios and start cleaning for them without having a conversation first. In my opinion, it is incredibly unprofessional. We need to keep ourselves safe. We need to take care of ourselves. I understand that. We need to pay attention to what government organizations, health officials are telling us as far as proper cleaning procedures and all of that sort of stuff. But do not take it upon yourself to just start wiping down somebody else's microphone if you're going into a studio to record. If you want to be more comfortable, bring your own headphones. Maybe bring your own pop filter if that's going to make you feel better. But I do think that now is a really smart time to let all of your clients know what your remote capabilities are. Can you be directed via Zoom or via Skype or via phone patch? Do you have Source Connect or ISDN or IPDTL? What options are available? Now might be a really good time to have some basic studio samples. And I'm not talking about your demos, not talking about commercial demos, e-learning demos, that sort of stuff. I'm talking about maybe a 15 or 30 second clip that is just a studio sample that lets clients know this is what my studio sounds like so they can hear for themselves that this is in fact a professional space, that you do have the ability to deliver broadcast ready sound. And that is a message that I would consider marketing. And then I would also consider having the question with your agents. If your agents at this point have not given you any kind of information on going into studios, are we still doing sessions live in person or whatever, have that conversation with your agent and get that information so that you are a little bit more educated on it. You know, I think what scares me more than coronavirus itself is the complete loss of perspective. It is serious. People have died. There are measures that we need to take to help stop the spread. And I think it's really important that we do those things. I think it's very important that we pay attention to what health officials are telling us and doing the things that they are suggesting. But one of the things that I want to say, and this isn't quite as relevant to voiceover, I suppose, but just be careful about what you share. There's a difference between spreading fact and spreading information and opinion. And even sharing facts can be skewed based on the overarching narrative that's trying to be portrayed. So, for example, the media loves to tell us how many new cases every day, a hundred times a day, we hear the number of new cases of coronavirus. And that helps to drive the fear and the anxiety. And that keeps us tuned into media. And that keeps us paying attention on social media. And that causes further fear, further panic, further anxiety. But what the media is not reporting, or at least they're reporting on a much smaller scale, is how many of those cases have been resolved. Over 52% to date have been resolved. That doesn't mean that the other 50% died. It means that the other 50% are still experiencing symptoms. But over 50% of the cases have been resolved. That number's not getting put out there. 
The media also seems to forget to mention that the vast majority of cases have been very mild. It's another important fact, but it doesn't fit their narrative. And so this is why it is so important that you're careful of the information that you share. Grabbing random graphics, infographics, charts, etc. off of social media, just because it's on social media doesn't make it true. I saw one example with one particular chart. It was the identical chart that anybody could have created on a home computer. There wasn't a logo. There wasn't a stamp. There was nothing that made it official. And I saw this identical chart shared on multiple social media streams by multiple people, but each one of them had very different numbers. And it was about the the cases, the number of confirmed cases, and the projected growth rate of it. That, to me, says that that is a graphic that somebody has created and other people have changed the numbers just, I don't know, because some people sit at home with nothing better to do than change numbers and put out misinformation and scare people. So just be very careful about the things that you are sharing. You know, in Canada, 50,000 times a day, we are reminded that the prime minister's wife has tested positive. But what is not reported is that her symptoms are very mild and her primary complaint has been a headache. Facts change narratives, and we need perspective. And I think in this lies a very compelling marketing lesson as well. We control narratives based on the information we choose not to share as much as from the information that we choose to share. When you're reaching out to leads, prospects, and clients, be authentic. Don't try to hide things. Don't try to to skew the details. Promoting your professional voiceover services while knowingly recording from a USB microphone at your kitchen table is a prime example of strategically leaving out a fact to portray a particular narrative. Now more than ever, we got to keep it real. We got to keep it authentic. Just be careful about the things that you are sharing on social media right now so that you don't become part of the problem. We don't need any of us to become part of the problem. And part of the problem is when we share misinformation. When we see something on the internet and we assume that it is real and so we post it on Facebook or we post it on Twitter or we post it on Instagram and it's not helping anyone. And the final thing I want to say on all of this, you know, we've talked about how this is going to impact your business and how you need to respond to what is going on in the world right now. There's one other thing that I think you need to do. You got to turn off the friggin' TV. Honestly, Stop watching the news, even if it's only for a day or two. Just stop watching the news. There's nothing good in the news right now. I know we want to be informed, but I think there's a point where we have too much information and we lose our ability to decipher what is legit, you know, what actually impacts us. Again, we're getting skewed narratives because the media is only giving us part of the story. You know, we're not digging in to find our own facts. So just Turn the news off. Turn social media off. Have a family game night. If you're going to be in isolation, if you're going to be quarantined at home, if you're keeping your family at home to keep them safe and keep them protected, just turn off all the devices. Sit down and play a game of Monopoly. Do something fun with your kids. Watch a Disney cartoon or something like that. Just turn off the news and social media for a while because it is only going to feed your fears and your anxiety. It's going to cause you more stress. And I really don't think any of us need any more of that right now. Be careful about the content that you're consuming. Be careful about the content that you are sharing. 
And do not let what is going on in the world right now become an excuse to stop working on your business. The world needs you right now. They need your voice acting skills right now. There are a lot of important messages to convey. There are a lot of important stories to tell. Let people know that you are out there and that you are available to tell those stories. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Remember, you can subscribe wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. You can also listen to any episode anytime by jumping onto the website at vopreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at vopreneur.com.